In this week's parsha, we have Shema, which includes the pasuk "Veshinantam levanecha v'debaratabam," which is the source, according to the Rambam, the main source of the mitzvah of learning Torah and teaching Torah. Now, in the halachas of Talmud Torah from the Rambam and of the Alter Rebbe, they both begin with the mitzvah of teaching children or teaching others before the mitzvah of teaching oneself or learning Torah. Now, seemingly, the mitzvah of teaching others stems from the mitzvah of learning Torah. So why would the Alter Rebbe and the Rambam begin their halachas with teaching others, specifically teaching children, before talking about the mitzvah of learning Torah. So we find in two details an intrinsic connection between the mitzvah of learning Torah and children. Number one, that the mitzvah of learning Torah begins from childhood, which means that even though in every mitzvah there is the idea of chinuch, of educating a child to do a mitzvah, which is midr Nevertheless, when it comes to learning Torah, there is a mitzvah min ha for a child to learn Torah or to be taught Torah. And therefore, when the Alter Rebbe and the Ramam speak about halachas of learning, they begin from the earliest stage in the person's life, which is childhood. Another detail is that the Rambam learns both the mitzvahs of lilmoi Torah, ulelamda, to learn Torah and to teach Torah from vishinantam livanecha, which is primarily the mitzvah of teaching children. So since the origin of the mitzvah to learn as an adult comes from the mitzvah of learning, of teaching children, therefore the Alter Rebbe and the Rambam begin with teaching children. However, this has to be explained, what is so unique about the mitzvah of learning Torah that it has this intrinsic connection with children that other mitzvahs don't have. And one might say that the connection is because the learning Torah that we do today in this world compared to the learning Torah in the time of Mashiach is considered like child's play. It's considered something small compared to the learning of Mashiach's times. But that is not a sufficient answer because also other mitzvahs are done today only in a, in a small way compared to the way it's going to be done much more perfectly when Mashiach comes. So we're back to our initial question, why do, does learning Torah have this intrinsic connection with children? So this can be answered by analyzing the difference between Torah and mitzvahs, and seeing how specifically Torah necessitates, the study of Torah necessitates a bitl, a sense of humility when approaching learning Torah, and on two different perspectives. Number one, mitzvahs are done, are used to impact the physical world. And therefore, even though bitl is necessary, bitl is not a key ingredient. But when it comes to learning Torah, since the whole purpose of learning is to connect with the intellectual topic that's being learned, and in this case, when learning Torah, we're trying to learn and comprehend the Eibishter's Seichel, the Eibishter's Chachma, therefore, if a person uses his own Chachma without Bittel, he won't be able to reach the Chachma of Hashem. He can actually reach a point where he'll give the wrong Psak, the wrong uh, verdict, la halacha, 
because he used his seichel and the seichel made sense, but it didn't reach the Eivishter's Chachma. Therefore, Chazal say, the import, speak about the importance of Baruch Hu Batayra which is to, to mention and remember the Neisim Atayra as a preparation to learning Tayra. That's one level. Another level, and again, if we contrast it to mitzvahs, mitzvahs, the person is following the, the command of the Eibishter. So his own ego is not so involved. When it comes to learning Teda, the whole idea of Teda is to understand it, to utilize the person's seichel, his own intellectual capacity, intellectual faculty, to understand Teda. When you're using your own seichel, you're using your own ego. And it could lead that when the person is learning Teda and someone argues with him, he might think that the per- that he might think that he's bothered by the fact that the person is going against the Teda, when in truth he's bothered that the person is going against him. Because in order to properly focus on the truth of Teda, even while learning, not just as a preparation to learning, but even while learning, it is necessary to have Bittl. So those are the two aspects of Bittl. One, before learning, as a preparation to be able to reach this very high Seichel, and to while learning, so that the use of his own Seichel should not misguide him or misdirect him. And these two elements of Bittal we can see in these two elements of the connection between Teira and children. The fact that we said earlier that the beginning of the earliest stage of learning Teira is when a person is a child. This is to point out that before a person even begins to learn Teira, he should make himself like a child, meaning to say he should have the Bittal and the humility to approach Teira in the proper way. And the fact that we learn the learning of adults from Vishinantam Levanecha, this tells us that even when the person is learning like an adult, which means he's using his seichel, he's, he's, he's understanding teira, even there he has to remember that the origin of it all is vishinantam levanacha, it has to be done in a way of a small child, in a way of bittel. Now, these two elements of bittel can also be seen in two mishnas in Pedic Dawud of Pirki Avis, which Pedic Dawud of Pirki Avis is connected to the Eschanon, because according to the opinion that you would say Pirki Avis on the Shabbos that is Tishabav or Erev Tishabav, then on Shabbos Dvarim you would say Perek Gimel, and on Shabbos Vazchanan you would say Perek Dalad. So we have both of these elements of Bittal in two of the Mishnas of Perek Dalad. In Mishnah Chaf it says that if a person learns Teda as a child, it is similar to ink on fresh paper, and if someone learns Teda as an adult or as an older person, it's similar to ink on rubbed out paper, which means it doesn't retain itself so well. So the question is, the fact that you want to tell me that someone who learns Teda as a child to encourage the importance of learning with the youth, I understand. But why does the Mishnah have to emphasize the downside of learning Teda as an, as an older person? But if we use this concept of Bittal, we can understand the Mishnah in the following way. If you learn the Teda as a child, meaning to say, if you learn Teda with a proper Bittal, then it's like ink written on fresh paper, which means that it is absorbed in the person properly. But if a person learns Teda like an older person, which means he's using his Chachma and not his Bittal, then what he learns does not, is not retained, similar to ink on, on older paper. On rubbed out paper. Then there's a Mishnah Yutes, which says that Shmuel Akatan says, and here he quotes a Pasik from Mishle. 
that when your enemies fall, do not rejoice because Hashem might see it and not like it and then direct his anger away from that person to you. So the question is, Shmuel HaKatan is only repeating a, a Pasuk. What's he telling us in Pirkei that we don't know from the Pasuk? So the Mach Zivitri explains that the Pasuk is talking about an argument in worldly matters and Shmuel HaKatan is talking about an argument in Teirah. Now I would think that because it's Teira, if you win the argument, a new Indian in Teira, a new concept in Teira has, has become clarified, this would bring a big Simcha by the person. Says Shmuel HaKotten, that if you see it as Nefoyla Yivcha, that your enemy has fallen, then it means you're not focused on the truth of Teira. You're focused on the fact that your enemy is falling. Especially since... Even though there's an argument here and the Psaq Halacha has to follow one way, but there's still a concept of Elu Ve'elu Divri Elikim Chayim, which means the other person, even the person who is wrong, what he teaches or what he holds is still part of Teda. And the fact that you don't see it, that it's part of Teda, you see being the foil, you see the fall of your opponent, that means that you're lacking proper bittel, you're seeing the, the, the victory instead of seeing the truth of Teda and therefore comes Shmuel HaKotten HaKotten, because he makes himself small and tells you, don't rejoice because the most, more important thing here is the truth of Teda and not the fact that you were victorious over your opponent. And even if you're going to ask even if you're going to ask that at the end of the day he was wrong La then why is it so terrible that I rejoice? The answer is because Hashem might see it and misdirect his anger. Which means to say that it's possible that the fact that the person made a mistake in the halacha is not because of, of his uh, uh, inabilities to learn, but because he was lacking the schus that was needed to be able to understand the proper halacha. And the fact that the other person had to go through a negative consequence because of something that he had done and because of that could not uh, understand the halacha properly, this should not bring you joy. On the contrary, if it does bring you joy, this might cause that the Abishter will direct the anger from that person onto you. Instead, we have to focus on the fact that they ha- instead of being victorious over the other person, we have to be so connected to the other person that we, be co- that we love the other person. And as the Pasuk says, that they would love truth and peace.